Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button as well as the subscribe button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? I've been good, dude. I've been good. Busy uh, busy week thus far on the work front, but I have a couple uh, days off coming up, so they cannot come at a, at a, at a better time, bro. It's like, I know it's like a summer lull or whatever, but like this, like, dude, like I am like ready to fuck everyone up at the office. Like, bro, like everyone, <laughs> everyone's annoying me. I'm like, bro, I just need to go away because you're a nice person. I know I like you, but this is just not working for me, bro. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm in one of those moods recently, but besides that, again, life is good, bro. So can't complain. How about you? Uh, I mean, I know misery loves company. I definitely don't like the fact that you're going through it, but I'm happy I I have someone else who's related. You're not the only right one losing your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this week, I don't know. It's just kind of off. It's it's not, I'm not like, you know, crying myself to sleep and shit, but um, it's just been busy from a work front, taxes annoying the hell out of me. Um, Cause I, I have filed an extension and I'm finally getting around to it. And that's a headache. And then there's like some new roles at work that popped up that seem interesting, but they're mm. like brand new. So the skeptical part of me is like, do I want to, you know, potentially change something that's going pretty smooth and then potentially hate my life? Like, so that's the annoying thing that I, I typically don't like dealing with, you know, getting presented an opportunity and then it could be either great or, you know, horrible. So yeah, that, you know, adds a little bit to the stress and, and then, uh, music making like I've been back into that but then kind of got frustrated because certain aspects of it didn't like pan out the way I wanted so you know again kind of first world problems but uh first world problems for sure right it's like yeah. uh when you with two people have great like anyone would trade their careers with us we're like man mm -hmm. fuck these people <laughs> right. and not to mention the the DJ Mustard event wasn't quite as what i expected oh bro please so now that we're online like tell tell so uh blair had a fun weekend plan so one was going to be celebrating your boy's birthday and then but at a yeah. club table bottle service and dj mustard was meant to be going crazy right is that pretty correct. much like the foundation of the story yeah correct and i was particularly excited because like two days before um the event he dropped a, a new single with j-rock Lotto and Anderson Pack, and oh, wow. I thought that song was was fire. Like it was just a coincidence in my mind. I'm like, and then the divorce, uh, you him winning like the divorce battle in certain aspects. I'm like, this shit is just the universe is lining up for like the most epic show ever. Get ready, yeah, get ready for the yeah. best day of your life. Yeah, but um, so like I went up early, you know, hung out at my boy's apartment in the jacuzzi and stuff, basically trying to like prep myself not drink, but like we go to dinner and we, we drink, but we keep it light. And, you know, I don't think any of us are drunk on the way over. We're like feeling good, but sure. I think I, I, we always forget like, yeah, you're with six, seven people or whatever in two bottles. But like, first of all, not everyone's going to be drinking at the same pace. And two bottles is a lot of fucking alcohol within yeah. two hours. Mm -hmm. So we're of course excited. We end up getting a table, like, way closer to the um to the dj stage and then we're going ham on the shots and shit and then of course like uh towards the end of the night it gets murky i lose my glasses i was bragging the whole night about how because they were like oh your glasses look so dope and i'm like yeah guess how much these cost blah blah 
they're super cheap. And I'm like, yo, I, they're cheap. And if I lose them, I, I don't care. Like, that's the and benefit. Of course, I fucking lose <laughs> it. And then I care. I'm like, I'm bragging about how I wouldn't care if I lost them. And then I, I fucking cared. But whatever. I got a replacement. It was cheap. But um, I think what was disappointing about the set is DJ Mustard's already, like, on the radio. Every DJ is already playing him. So it felt like I was just out of any other DJ performance, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And I'll tell you why it makes sense for me, but keep going. So like, but so remind me, so like this was essentially like a, a DJing appearance at a nightclub, right? Correct. Got you. So like while you guys were there prior to Mustard, there was like another DJ just doing his thing, right? Correct. And then everything was meant to be a big deal once Mustard came on. Yep. And it wasn't really, it just didn't live up to the hype. Like we saw him walk through, you know, he comes on stage and it and gets started, but like the crowd and him aren't like enthusiastically changing the the vibe. It was it was it kind of felt like the the old DJ could have just fucking stayed there and played the same songs. Mm. Damn. And it, it wasn't bad music. It just it felt like a very generic club experience. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, okay, so this is. Okay, I want to figure out. Like, I know exactly what you were anticipating, though, right? Because then I can understand. I think the listeners and our the viewers and myself can understand more of like your frustration. Like, okay? I think I've, I've, I've had this as well in the past. So I think you're expecting once he gets on the turntables, whatever the fuck they use these days, he's gonna grab the mic, kind of check how the crowd's doing, work the crowd, and then just start obviously playing mustard songs. But just also making it like almost like a live producer set, right? Where mm-hmm. he's playing you other people's shit who he fucks with. And I'm assuming he just played all of his hits, but like it might as well have been like a fucking CD that just said Mustard's hits yeah. and like, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So, dude, that happened to me. Uh, so, when I met up with you like six, dude, we've been, we've been boys for a while. I was like, uh, knock on wood, keep it going. But when I met up with you in Vegas, and the night before I went to see Calvin Harris, bro, it was the same shit. It was mm. like, bro, like, dude, this guy was just playing his fucking album and yeah. like taking pictures. And I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. what the fuck is the point of this? <laughs> like, right. And I saw Afrojack for, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but I saw him course, in bro. Vegas. Time of my fucking life. He played everything from ASAP Ferg to uh, Kanye to, I don't even remember. But all I know is I felt like, he was putting in the effort to switch up the vibes and DJ mustard has a sound and all the beats start to like blend into each other after a while. And you're like, all right, this is one long ass, like 45 minute song. Yeah, dude. That's why I was really impressed, bro. I saw Metro booming at the Bryson Tiller concert like four or five years ago. And bro, that was a vibe, bro. He was, he was playing his shit, obviously, but playing other people's shit. Or he was trying to take you on, like, he kept grabbing the mic and trying to, like, explain to you, like, his thought process, why he was making this beat and, like, where he grabbed the sample from. Like, I was like, bro, take me on this journey. But, yeah, no, dude, I've been to enough of these DJ sets that it's, like, especially Miami, bro, because, like, back in the day, that's, like, there was always someone to go see here, right? Dude, they're, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, man, some of these guys are just there for the check. They're not even grabbing the microphone to engage with the audience. They're, like, bro... Take your fucking pictures if you want with me, if you, like, if you want to take a picture, but I'm playing my shit and leaving. I, I, yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like that's kind of like the energy you got um, this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, moving. I mean, thank God the table wasn't like some crazy outrageous price, but 
moving forward, I'm definitely going to be hesitant to yeah, more go to one of these bro, like, like special yeah. guest type things. Um, yeah. Unless like I literally have nothing better to do and, you know, I have people who want to join and we spend 15 bucks to get in or something. Yeah. 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 Cause that's another one where you're like, damn, dude, I really want a table for this shit. Right. But luckily yeah. you said it, it wasn't too bad, but no, I do. I feel you, man. That sucks. Cause like, yeah, you get so hyped, especially like, dude, as we get older, like the, the pull to go out is so much less than what it was before. So like, all right, dude, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out and it's going to be the best night of my life. And it's like, right. This is why I stopped going out because this shit happens. Yeah, no, exactly. So I was like mad at myself. I'm like, damn, why'd I hype myself up for this? So I was like annoyed on Monday. And then, you know, work stuff and all the other stuff we already talked about came through. Yeah. So now I'm like, shit, like, I need to come off of that, that high that I never got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. Because now, like, because you never got there, now it's, like, more, like, frustration, stress. It's right. like, bro, it's okay. Like, it was just, it was just yeah. one, it was just one thing. No, no. Right. I feel you, though, man. But that's annoying, though, man, because, again, I've been there, bro, and it's like, you're so fucking excited. You're like, bro, where would I ever get the chance to fucking see this guy? He's so close to me. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, but see, but overall, though, regardless of the DJ who or who wasn't playing, was the energy fire as, mo- as, as far as like you and the boys, like everyone hanging out that night? Yeah, energy was fire. Um, we we kicked it some. It turns out my boys boys from a town that's like four hours south uh drove up for the weekend nice um, so i got to see them again and kick it and yeah it was just nice hanging out in a, a different environment because that was in south bay which I, as i mentioned is like san jose ish area um so yeah, it, was, it was a good time so does south bay still mean like it's close enough like if you want you don't have to tell me what you did but like you would still go out there and then still go home or this like bro this is too much of a trek let me just post up here and I'll go home in the morning. Uh, probably the latter. You can, we've definitely Ubered home, but it's like 60 bucks. So if you're, unless you're splitting it with someone or a couple people, it's kind of like crazy, right? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. worth it. Like I'd only do that if like, I just for a fact wanted to be in my own bed and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it was just like one of those nights where I'm like, I'm too tired to like deal with this tomorrow. Let me just go home. Yeah, no, no, no. I feel that, dude. But um, all right, man. At least you had a good weekend. I do. I before we, we move on to the topics, that I had a, de- a good decent weekend though. Um, and dude, I can get canceled for this. I'm gonna go fuck, dude. I went to see Barbie on Friday nice. night, dude. Ten out of fucking ten. That fucking wow, movie, bro. Like dude, stellar I, review. Stellar, dude. I knew it was gonna be good only because of like the cast. I'm like, bro, there's no way this is going to be some dumbass, like, girl movie. Like, I know, like, yeah. obviously, females are super hype. Bro, this is the busiest I've ever seen a movie theater, bro. Like, these motherfuckers behind the concession stand are like, dude, fucking, like, yo, like, uh, like workers, bro. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, they're fucking about to start crying about how much popcorn they got to start fucking putting. Like, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, dude, the movie was great, bro. Like, I, if anyone listening that has a female they're with in their life and they, like, they're like, nah, I don't want to go. Go to the movie. Like, if you enjoy good cinema, this is good cinema, bro. And I, I, not, spoiler alert, not really a spoiler, but like, what I enjoy the most out of this is like, dude, I I really enjoy movies that have like good like social commentary, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to tell you a story about life, but not in the most like obvious in your face like 
you need to like be yeah. on this side of the spectrum, blah, blah, blah. Like the coolest thing about this movie to me, bro, there was so much diversity amongst all the different Kens. There's like an Asian Ken, for example, yeah. there's like, there's a homosexual Ken and like the same exact thing for the female Barbies, but it's never like a big deal. Right. Yeah, like it's yeah. just, that's who they are. Like, dude, he's, he, he's a black Ken. Like it's who cares. It's an Asian Ken. No one cares. Right. Right. right? The thing they like, do my issue. I don't know if you felt this, but, like recent shows on TV, it's like they're trying to push, like, hey, this is what normal is. And I'm like, bro, no, that's not like, bro. Like, and if it is, yeah. like, no one's talking about it right. the way you keep talking about it. Like, mm -hmm. then it's not normal. You're trying to make right. this like different, you know? So, you mean like how, like, all of a sudden, like, Sonic the Hedgehog is gay or something? And yeah. Then, and it's like, bro, like, yeah, when, was, yeah. when did this happen? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, it, like, like, whatever it is, bro, like, it's just, it's just odd. Like, some, like, certain TV shows have been turning me off recently. Whereas like yeah. this movie did a really good job of like, yo, we're presenting you every aspect of life, but mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. This is just what life is. Like everyone's different, but can right. also like the same thing. So dude, I thought it was very well done. Phenomenal acting. Um, so yeah, if people had this preconceived notion that it was going to be like this weird rom-com only girly that like, dude, this shit is very well done, bro. Like I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if this got nominated for a few golden globes or something. Wow. Cause like, yeah, man, like it's, and I'm still gonna go see, obviously see Oppenheimer. Like, I'm not like, you know, it was this like, or that. Like, I can go watch that afterwards. But yeah, I'm glad that I went to see this because I think most dudes were like very passive to this. And I'm like, nah, man, I'll, let's go watch that movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit I was kind of passive at uh, when I first saw the trailer. But I think, um, well, for me, we have like the monthly movie pass. So pretty mm -hmm. much as long as the rating is, you know, above, 60 like percent yeah oh, dude, even 60, 60 if i like really have no shit to do but well it depends <laughs> like some of the horror movies ironically have really good ratings but i'm not a i don't like jump scare movies because those are lazy mm. to me like i want a movie to make me feel creeped out without telling me to feel creeped out if that makes sense got you that makes sense um but with Barbie, yeah, like, I mean, obviously you gave a good review, so I don't even know what it is on Rotten Tomatoes, probably like 85%. Um, so I'm I'm definitely excited to see it, especially, and it's cool that they have social commentary because I feel like Barbie's the classic example of uh, representation. Like, you know, every child needs to be able to play with an yeah, action dude. figure that looks like them. Blonde yeah. white girl, literally the mo the least diverse. Um, Yo, that, and that's, that's her name. I can't remember, like, it's... Um... I can't remember the name though, but like she had a specific name, like the Margot Robbie, like her name, mm. something Barbie is like, it's like, ba not basic, but essentially basic. Like this is mm. the most plastic version of Barbie, like blonde yeah, yeah. can wear any outfit, but yeah. like has like, there's no skill, right? She's not like president mm. Barbie or astronaut yeah. Barbie. It's just, this is just basic Barbie. But dude, mm -hmm. great movie, bro. Like I'm telling you, like I would watch it again. I would have gone by myself if I would have known how good it was. Like, dude, I was I left that movie like, bro, that shit's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> nice. No, I'm excited. It's crazy because we, when we, so we saw a different movie. It was, um, what was the name of it? Oh, Joyride. It was actually really good. It was an all Asian cast. Um, again, oh, one of those. That was like the third movie that came out that weekend, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I had, I had no idea. I hadn't even. Was seen it with the, the same guy my... from, uh, from Beef? No, no. Okay. Um, I thought for some reason he was in the movie. 
That's racist. Yeah, who the fuck? Who the no, fuck? Right? Like, <laughs> dude, who the fuck do I know that? He's from I, Crazy Rich follow? Asians. There is a guy in there from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, um, uh, the the comedian, the Roy or something. I don't. He's like on fucking uh, Comedy Central. Da- the 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 no. The okay, show. so the the girl is from Beef. Um, the main protagonist is from Beef. Okay. Um, in terms of the men, you might be right. I'm not sure to be honest, but I know it is like within the Asian community. I'm, I think the cast is pretty well known. Oh, I'm trying. I, I got to find this guy's name now because I know for a fact this guy. But like, what do I type that's not racist? You know, like, never mind. <laughs> I don't know if I. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it was a, a really good comedy. Um, and one of those films where even though the cast was all Asian, they weren't, you know, like, especially with a lot of black movies, I hate to say it, it feels like the whole time they're just like pushing these crazy stereotypes and have no real story. Yes. This was, oh, this was pandering. not pandering. Yeah. Pandering. Oh, and just like, that shit. that's why I'm like Bro. Tyler Perry, like all respect to his billions, but some of those movies, I'm like, it makes me want to throw up literally. Bro. Cause that's what I'm saying. Dude, I say it to like my girl all the time. I'm like, dog, like, you know, this isn't real, right? Like, mm. like, you know, that they know that this isn't real. Right. Cause like yeah. as someone who's either around this culture or had family, like I'm like, bro, th- like who do you know that acts like this? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right. bro, like get the fuck out of here. No one right. you know of that background acts like that <laughs> unless it's like the most fucking like insane pandering stereotype right. that will get like the non demographic to like, Oh, see, I told you they're so funny and loud and ha ha ha. Right. Like, bro. That's not, that's not real, dude. Right. Like, no, it's fucking hilarious. Now that I think about it, I just realized I watched a very similar movie, but uh, it was called The Blackening. I don't know if you've seen that. That's another comedy, but that's a comedy slash horror. Um, have you seen the trailer? No. Is okay, it new? So the, yeah, it's new. It came out like three weeks ago, maybe. <laughs> the Blackening. Um, no, I've never seen that. So the, the premise like is... horror, like a horror spoof? Like it's a scary like, movie uh, kind of thing? Yes. But it also has like a social commentary piece, but it's it's mostly yeah. comedic, not as uh, horror. But um, the premise is uh, there's a college reunion at an Airbnb, a bunch of different black folks, and there's this this game. I have kind of like saw. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they basically it they try to determine who's the blackest. Otherwise, they like die if they don't answer the riddles. It and becomes like race, a saw. Yeah, like it becomes yeah, like, like saw. saw. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. And the reason why I loved it so much is every character fits a specific black stereotype and I won't give away like the ending and everything, but it really did, even though it was funny, it really did make me think about how like people really try to, you know, fit people into these boxes and similar in the Asian film, it wasn't quite uh, on that same theme, but every character in the Asian movie also kind of fit a different stereotype. was a certain stereotype that people like outside the Asian community yeah. think of like an Asian, like right off the top of their head. Right. And it's kind of sad that like, for instance, with Asians, you got to incorporate, you know, an Asian who's doing, you know, bad shit or being loud and crazy to be like, look, there's this as well. Or in the black community, you got to show like the nerdiest conservative, whatever person yeah. and be like, look, there, this exists as well. It, it, it seems like, with other races, you have to like show so many extremes. Whereas with white people, I mean, maybe it's a little bit different now, but they kind of get the benefit of the doubt of, you don't know like what they're into. They, they might be into yeah, hip hop. They, they might like this, like you just, they don't have to, 
deal with that kind of nonsense as much. Yeah, we've we've had episodes about that in the past, right? It's like mm-hmm. I think you said someone said to you like in the office, "Oh wow, I didn't know you were black." It's like, oh, yeah, fuck, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, dude, I, trust me, but I, dude, I'm glad you said that shit about the Tyler Perry movies. Because again, I know this guy is worth a gazillion dollars, and whatever he's doing to amass his millions is the right thing to do for him. But bro, like, there's no way that like people are watching these movies are like, bro, this is a true indication of what black culture is. Like, bro, right. and maybe I'm not allowed to say that shit. And I'll let you fucking tell me I'm wrong or not. But bro, like, I just, I, there's no fucking way, dude. Like, there's right. no way. Cause I feel like shit like that also sets back black culture. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, bro, like, how, are, like, again, I know you're a billionaire, right? And right. you're a good film writer and you can produce these films and have a massive production company, blah, 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 blah. But bro, the shit you put out isn't a true reflection of that. So like right. the borderline person who doesn't really know what's going on and now this is their sole depiction of what an African-American family looks like. I'm right. like, bro, like, I feel like that has consequences that like no one ever truly touches upon. I, I do. I feel like Spike Lee shit on him at once. He's like, bro, mm-hmm. like, I would never sit through a fucking Tyler Perry movie. Like, are you fucking, like, he set us back however many years. Right. But, yeah, man, it's just wild. So I'm glad you, because I, I get that feeling too, bro. When there's certain shows, I'm like, bro, like, one, this acting is horrendous, right? Mm-hmm. And then two, I'm like, bro, like, this is like pandering to, like, the worst part that people don't really even try to, like, talk about, like, in certain cultures. But I say something like, dude, there's certain, like, shows about, like, Hispanics and Dominicans or, like, biracial people. I'm just like, bro, like... Dude, like, no, that's not a thing, dude. Like, right. that's why, dude, I hated that movie, The Heights, bro. One, I hate musicals, right? But, like, that movie's about, <laughs> like, a Dominican culture in Manhattan. And I'm like, bro, that's not it, bro. I don't know who the fuck you interviewed for this movie, <laughs> but that's not it, right? So, yeah. like, those kind of movies that they want to do their own version of social commentary, I'm like, bro, you got to do right by the culture, bro, because this, yeah. this is not what we should be pushing, like, this is what it really is. Right. I mean, I think that tr- I, I definitely agree with those points. And I think the tricky thing is like with the Tyler Perry stuff, like there are for sure families or people that act that way or or talk that way. But my issue is, do we need 50 different movies reinforcing the <laughs> same family? That's why yeah. I like Jordan Peele and all his films, because the black people in those are uh, unique and they're still black. They're not like trying to be anything else like. I think in the last one that the alien theme one, they had like a ranch. Like most people yeah. don't think of black people. Yeah, they were, they were, they and were uh, ranch and they were like men for like yeah. animals and shit. Right. Like, oh, exactly. Dude, you fire. think that's like, the whitest thing on the planet? Yo, if you didn't know. Yeah. hundred percent, bro. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's it. First of all, I didn't even know that was a thing. And then let right. alone, yeah, like if it was a thing, I'm thinking a white guy's doing that. Kind of exactly. Thing, you know what I mean, so like that was dope, bro. hundred percent. Like put, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I think you and I both fuck with like, uh Tyler and like uh Yachty and like these guys Ocean who will do different things and it doesn't have to be quote unquote like what the culture expects. It's like bro, just mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck you want. You know what right. I mean? So it's your point, like, yeah, I agree with you. There are obviously like do all the shows that Tyler Perry had, like Meet the Browns. Obviously, we all know a family like that. But bro, mm-hmm. not every family's like that, bro. And now right. you have like 14 different movies and shows that it's all the same shit. And it's like, bro, like. We get it, bro. Every family has a Medea, all right? But, mm-hmm. dude, come on, man. Like, give us something else. Give us some <laughs> variety. Because now you're making it seem that this is just what that culture is. And I'm like, I don't think that's fair. Right. And that's why you it's funny. You say Joyride is fire because, like, they, they present it, but it's not too, like, on, like, too, like, pushing it on you? 
Yeah, I think because for the most part, everyone's Asian. So it doesn't leave room to like have corny. Let me make this Asian joke. And mm. there are instances where they do that, but it's genuinely like funny and unique. It's not like an easy, uh, like low hanging fruit to, you know, make a Ching Chong joke or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Or you're good at math. kind of. Yeah, some cool. stupid shit like that. So um, I recommend it as well nice. as the blackening. I think they're both funny. So. I don't know if they're in theaters. No, dude, honestly, dude, we anymore. actually spoke about you and your girl when we were at the theater because we're like, bro, man, we forget. Again, I think we forget, pers- again, first world problems. I personally forget about how good it is because, like, dude, I have, like, a similar theater set up at home, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro, like, if the movie's semi-fire, like, I just watch it at home, you know? But, yeah. dude, there is something cool about being at the theater, getting the fucking refreshment popcorn and the mm-hmm. refreshment soda and just sitting down and, like, chilling. So, like, I think we're right. going to look into the... AMC stub, dude, because dude, it's I get it. What is it? Twenty five bucks for the? For the month I think or? it might maybe at most it might might be twenty still, but yeah, yeah I just know like up, bro, see it's, two it's movies just, a month and it's already paid for. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, and if anything, we can start bringing in candy like back in the day and like just mm-hmm. get a drink. But um, yeah, man. So uh, but yeah, I would I would recommend I'm gonna, I'm gonna go keep those movies and uh, I definitely recommend anyone who hasn't seen Barbie yet go see that, man. But uh, let's get to man episode one forty nine about to start officially. Episode 148, The Road to Utopia, is currently up now on all platforms. Speaking of Utopia, officially dropping confirmation today on July 26th that the album is dropping on the 28th, as we predicted here before. So good to know that we were right and we kind of read all the tea leaves accurately. But what is confirmed now, and I want to get your thoughts on this, that the show in Egypt is officially being canceled two days prior to it happening. So what are your thoughts on that debacle? Uh, I'm extremely disappointed. Um, I genuinely thought if there's any artists where like pyramids behind them performing makes sense, it's Travis, not because of the stupid Illuminati conspiracies and stuff, but it's just he's a very experimental person who cares about the aesthetics of stuff and mm-hmm. utopia and pyramids just like that word and the imagery just sounds or seems like it would make perfect sense. Um, and I felt like this would have been a monumental moment. And I just, I don't know. I thought it would be cool to see what that impact has on his sales as well, but to have it canceled, even though the album's still coming out, it almost feels like, uh, it it just dampened the mood. Yeah. It does dampen the mood, man. It kind of already has like a little sour taste um, mm. for the experience, right? Because one, for us visually watching it on our you know, our devices on Thursday midnight or Friday, whatever. But dude, also the simple fact of like, yo, what if you actually paid for the shit? You know what I mean? Like, what, dude, I bridge. think they announced this like three weeks ago, right? Oh, the three, pyramids. four weeks. Yeah, three weeks ago, I believe. So, bro, I mean, I, I can imagine, dude, a flight to Europe is not isn't cheap. A flight to Egypt can't be cheap. You know, that part of Africa from the States can't be cheap. Accommodations can't be cheap. The show definitely wasn't cheap. I know they're refunding you, but bro, like, dude, if I'm like a diehard Travis fan and I just dropped, dude, three, four thousand dollars this once in a lifetime experience, bro, I'm mm-hmm. fucking irate, dog. Like, there's, I mean, I hope know. they love Egyptian history because they better love being at the fucking pyramid. Yeah, you got to just stay, right? You have to just shit. obviously stay and make the most of it, man. So I, I think yeah. from that, I feel bad for the fans, but like the diehard fans who are going to be out there. Um, but I do think they're going to still end up doing something. There was oh, like yeah. rumors of shit popping up in Vegas and like, 
you know, I mean, I still may have like the same desert Grand Canyon vibes as like what I'm deciphering from certain posts is accurate. So they're still going to do something, um, which again, I think will still be a fire experience. But I do feel bad for the aesthetics of like what it could have been, right? Because I think mm -hmm. all of us were already imagining like, bro, this is going to be the lights jumping off from the different pyramids, his shadow on that. Visually, it was going to be like a movie almost. So it's yeah. kind of shitty that we're, we're not going to get to have that. But also, most importantly, people actually paid to go do that. Like, yes, you might get refunded for the event. But, bro, that's probably the least expensive thing of all the costs you endured to go out there. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like there's, there should be, there should have been some sort of contingency plan. I can't imagine that at the last minute they would figure out like, oh shit, we didn't bring one of the cords to the speakers. Like we're fucked. Like, I feel like they should have definitely planned well in advance for this enough to the point where he's going to do something still, but not maybe as epic. Yeah. Oh, but saying like still have it in Egypt. I don't even know if it's necessarily in Egypt, but like, yo, know, if this doesn't work out, like, you know, maybe this venue is available or if it is in Egypt, maybe it's not at the pyramids, but some other big ass stadium or something where you can maybe see them or some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But again, it coming out two days prior is what's crazy to me. Like the official statement, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, cause again, there was rumors last week. There was rumors that it's, it's a go, but for it to right. be officially by live nation saying it's not happening. I'm like, dog, like you, it can't be two days before, bro. Like that, this right. has to be done. Cause I, I'm telling you, like if whoever was going was flying in now, you mm -hmm. know, like they're not flying in the week prior, they're flying right. in today. So yeah. now like you, you land to that news. I'd be like, bro, let's get the fuck out of here. What are we <laughs> Damn, especially a flight like that. That's just like a 24 hour trip. Yo, especially someone coming from like where you're at, bro. Oh uh, no, dude, a day and a half to get there. No, I'm staying there for a month. If that's the yeah, case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one way dog yeah. oh man but again i'm so excited it's still gonna be a movie um i know he actually put out a movie that comes out tomorrow so this guy is like literally like i guess i get i know there's no there's so no, this is um, like a two-hour film apparently that's random i mean i i heard about this but i'm i'm like is this a film or is this just some one of those like short little movies as like a promotional type thing but it sounds like this is like unrelated to utopia correct like at least as i think it's as... unrelated i don't think the storylines overlap at all besides travis scott is just the producer writer and director of it got it well hopefully okay. it's nothing like the weekend's acting skills because that shit <laughs> will also put a damper on the movie dude i i saw i think gino was watching the first episode and i saw like glimpses of it and i was just like this ain't it dog this ain't it like no matter how hot the, the main lead is and just, mm -hmm. you know, like weird shit they'll do, but you're like, bro, this, I don't feel comfortable watching this. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like this is a very odd, this is a very odd thing. But yeah. um, speaking of the weekend, um, the Kate pop song now has been out for a few days. So that's the lead single to remind everyone of the Utopia album with obviously Travis, bad bunny and the weekend. So what if, what are your thoughts now five days after the release of the video as well? So five days after the release, I can confidently say that I, I love the song. Okay. Um, at first, I, I was underwhelmed just because, I mean, before we even heard the song, I vividly remember saying, he's I know he's going to tap into Bad Bunny's talent, but I'm pretty sure the song won't sound like some generic reggaeton stuff or whatever. So when okay. I first heard the song, I'm like, 
damn, it kind of does sound like a, a generic Bad Bunny song. You know, Travis didn't really have a whole lot of input himself. And the song kind of just felt like a long, drawn out, monotonous commercial uh, banger for the radio. And I was like, well, if that's the case, then the Utopia might not be this groundbreaking album that I thought it would become. But um, I think it was when the video came out and also video's playing fire. it. Video's fire. Yeah, video's fire. I also played it in the in my car. So just like more surround sound to experience it. And now I, I think I've fallen in love with it. I would say it's mostly due to the weekends part. Um, I think just the way his vocals, um, you know, begin to rise towards the end of the verse as well as the instrumentation and everything um, is just super dope, especially in the video. It like enhances it. Like when he's his parts um, on and they're on that weird ass, like Alice in Wonderland looking place in somewhere in Europe, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I appreciated it. And then on top of that, I heard that this may not even be on Utopia. So then I, I have it kind of. Uh, oh, really? Well, so Travis went on radio and was like, I just dropped, you know, this for the fans, like in anticipation of Utopia. And that that's when we get to the rawness. And to me, that either means it's not going to be on it or okay. this is just like a, a scheme to, you know, get international listeners and build buzz with the three names on it and stuff. But like this shit shouldn't be considered anywhere close to sound the sound of Utopia. Right, yeah, right. almost like what uh, what uh, what Kendrick did, right, with the five right. hearts or whatever. So I think the context sucks, or it sucks that the context <laughs> would influence how you would like a song, right? Like if this shit yeah. was some random summer banger, no one would be complaining. But if you're like, right. "What? This is on Utopia? We've been waiting five years for this. Like, fuck you." Like, yeah, I do think that's a very convenient comment to make when I feel like the initial feedback wasn't great. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's a very convenient approach. Sure. Um, I do remember, and I, obviously, I think over the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about 50 Cent more than any other podcaster. But I do remember when, when 50 Cent dropped Curtis, which was the album that went up against uh, Kanye's album at that time. He, like, dude, his first three singles were like, you know, left a lot to be desired. And then he had like a spin on it that was like, well, you know, I didn't want to overwhelm these guys with too many hits. So like, I gave you that song, you know, straight to the money. And then this, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, no, the fuck you did it, bro. Like no one, mm -hmm. that logic does not make sense, bro. If you have heat, you fucking put the heat up. Right. Yeah. So back to this stuff, man. So I would say this, uh, I think a phrase that you use a couple of times, generic bad buddy song. So it's funny because my boy doesn't speak a word of Spanish. Um, and I just want to talk to you about Spanish in a second, but doesn't speak a word of Spanish. Loves Bad Bunny, right? Loves the way he sounds, blah, 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 blah. But me, as someone who understands what the fuck he's saying, bro, that was the most generic Bad Bunny verse in the history of Bad Bunny verses, bro. Mm -hmm. Like his tone was like, like he was half asleep, dog. And then the shit he's saying is literally like, if, if ChatGBT made a verse for him, that would be the verse, bro, because mm -hmm. there was nothing that you were like, oh, shit, I can't believe he said that. Yeah. Like, dude, nothing at all, dude. So I think for me personally, that in itself was disappointing, right? Like, because, like, you're thinking, dude, I'm going to get one of my favorite Spanish artists of all time on a Travis Scott song. Bro, this is going to be monumental, greatest lyrics I've ever heard. And I'm like, dog, this? Bro, like, yeah, yeah. you're carrying around the suitcase for this? Bro, keep the fucking suitcase. Like, dude, that's not what we need. So yeah. I thought for me personally, like, I thought how generic Bad Bunny was on this track 
really just ruined it for me. Um, overall, though, I will say this. I, I, I do think once I saw the video a couple days later of the song dropping, I am more on your side of things, right? Like, I think it is a fun song, right? I do think that the visuals make you, like, almost transport uh, transport yourself to, like, a place where you're like, damn, bro, I kind of, you know, hope this song is playing when I'm in a, an environment that's like, this is fucking amazing, you know? So yeah. I do get that. Like, it's a very hypnotic beat. And I also understand that artists are allowed to evolve, right? Like, we think of Travis as Rager losing his fucking mind, give me a mosh pit. And then in this song, he's literally doing, like, salsa dancing, cha 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 around, and we're like... Oh, okay. Like, so you're just giving us something different, right? So there's something different, the fun beat, the weekend did a great job. I understand how people will enjoy this song, right? But if I have to like say, like, do I love this song? I'm gonna say I still don't though, right? Because I'm still okay, maybe I need to um, um like reprogram my brain. I do go to Travis for a specific kind of music, right? And it's not because he dropped one album and now we're making a pivot. He's given us, what, three albums that that's his sound, right? So now when the lead single of your new album is this completely different sound, I'm like, bro, like, it's not bad, but that's not why I'm here. That's not yeah. why I bought my tickets to go see DJ Mustard, right? Like, you're yeah. playing the, I get it, but, you know, this is not what I'm here for. So that's, like, the only reservation I currently have on that track because I'm like, dude, I know it's not bad. I'm enjoying it. I'm bopping my head slapping my knee a little bit but i'm like dude i don't I, i'm still trying to like tell my brain that even though this is not what i'm looking for it's okay to like it kind of a thing yeah no, i could i could see that for sure i i will admit i was excited when i when, when bad bunny started and he said i said tiempo no te veo that's how he starts it right then i yeah. got excited but i didn't understand shit after that oh I, he said <laughs> he said something about um he always says uh arrebatar like snatch you up Yep. Yeah. Like he said something about snatching her up on the beach or something without fucking. Well, I know you always says chingando. Like, I'll fuck her right in the middle of the beach, right? right. And I'm, and, but he said it so loud that you're like, oh, he's about to keep going in, and it's just like, uh -huh. dude, the lyrics after that are just such a fucking like, dude, basic, bro. Like yeah, he's yeah. just rhyming words in Spanish for the sake of rhyming it, dude. So, yeah. All those things are why I was like still like mid on the song because I'm just like, bro, like this is not why I was getting hyped for Utopia. Like I, I, I miss the raid shit, bro. Like it's been five, six years. Like where is it kind of? Thing? Right. So. I mean, I, I definitely will say, I mean, part of me was anticipating something as big as sicko mode. Obviously this thing or this genre is like not any, or style isn't anywhere near that. And I keep thinking about how crazy it is that sicko mode can still be played today. And it, you, it won't feel like a throwback. No, even though bro, it's five years timeless. old or something. Timeless. Yeah, like five years old, right? 2018, yeah. Right. Whereas this, I don't see most people referring to this like a year from now. This song. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we I I we I could be wrong. Like you could be more. I mean, I feel like you're leaning towards more you're liking it than I am, but it could be, bro. Like, who knows? You know what I mean? In the right space, you know, the right TikToker or the right influencer has this shit on the boat somewhere. You're like, dude, fuck it, man. Like that maybe that is the vibe we need to be on, kind of a thing. Mm. But I think my initial pushback is just like, bro, this is not like if I'm thinking about Utopia, like you were saying earlier, I'm not thinking of a song like this. Right? Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about some insane shit. Um, again, I still think The weekend and Bad Bunny could, 
co- coexist on a track like that. But I feel like this had to be like dumbed down to like its most like generic version to make it work. And like that part in itself is not very creative because I, when I think about those three artists, I consider them like the most creative artists we currently have in, in modern day music. And I, yeah. we didn't get that on this song. Right, for sure. I mean, even the weekends part was basic um, in general. And to be honest, Travis's, I don't even necessarily remember what he said. So there's no, yeah, there's no like memorable. I get, yeah. Also, we never go to him for memorable lines. So like we mm-hmm. can't hold that against him. Right. Right. But as far as like creating the energy and all that stuff, like again, it's just, it was a very different version of him. So that's right. where I was just like, hmm. and I think, I mean, if I did hear this on the beach in Colombia or wherever else tropical, uh, I feel like that moment would be extremely memorable for everyone because yeah that's the vibe and when people are at home you know smoking or whatever they they don't want that vibe they want something more like uh you know can't say with don toliver or whatever yeah 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 that's all i get it it's it's just it's just a different it's a different energy bro so we'll see but um again i would be intrigued like tears i I didn't hear about that this might not make the album cut so that would be interesting right because that would be a, a different complete uh situation and then, and then you get you almost get excited again for the album it's like oh okay that right. was just like a full teaser no big deal yeah let's see what you have for me kind of a thing and i don't know i could be wrong but i i'm pretty sure he said those comments the night uh like right before it dropped or something um at I okay. radio so i don't even know if he necessarily heard the feedback i don't know if it was damage control to be like Yo, they're probably not gonna like this, so let me like defend myself Yo, in advance, dude. That if 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 it was damage occur, that's fire, though. Yeah. Like, actually, never mind. It's not gonna be the album. Just no, I spent yeah. three million dollars on the fucking video. No big deal. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that video wasn't cheap, bro. If that video oh, wasn't a no. green screen, bro, that was an expensive fucking video. Yeah, no, that shit was regardless was expensive as hell. Yeah, but again, I'm excited for the album. I know we're all gonna be tuned in uh, and making it happen. Uh, but a collab, another collab, again, I would say when we heard about The Weeknd and Bad Bunny and Travis, it's a collab we weren't expecting. Definitely a collab we were not expecting was Kodak Black and 6 9 linking up for, was it Boom Shakalaka? What, what's the name of the song? I, uh, I think it's Shakalaka. Shakalaka with Shaka Laka, whatever. So they came together for a song and vid- video um, that dropped last Friday as well. Yo, your thoughts on the song, bro. Your thoughts, your thoughts on all the, the all of it, the collab, the video, the song, all of it. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, I, I I guess I was surprised at first, but I think overall, what it really shows me is that like the whole snitching stuff doesn't really matter when money's involved. I personally don't care because it none of that stuff affects my you know daily life. Um, no, I thought the song was pretty good overall. I mean, I added it to my playlist. I don't know if I'll care about it in two weeks, but um, I think what was really intriguing to me was the the hook sounded like Tori. I thought it was him, but it turns out it wasn't. It was the producer, I think, who mimicked Tori because Tori obviously went to jail. So he, he I think Tori was intended to be on the original and he uh, did the vocals to sound like Tori. Oh, I see. I shit almost. Not even AI. He just like... Just try to sound like him. Just like that one guy who he's like, you know, let's make Amigos beat. And he's like, you got to do the ad libs. Like, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. he just was really good at trying to sound like Tori. So that's how they ended up with this situation. Um, and 
I, I I'm also happy because I I'm honestly sick of hearing uh, Six Nine's Spanish music. Um, oh yeah, that's that's horrendous, bro. That's yeah. horrendous. Um, I will say this, man. I would say the producer, whoever the fuck, the imitation of that was the best part of the song, like mm. by a mile, bro. Oh, yeah, like yeah. it reminded me of the song that Six Nine actually has with Tori and like Young mm-hmm. Thug. Like, yep. bro, like, I'm like, dude, I'm all for, I thought, so dude, I actually thought it was Tory, but because there's so much reference to shooting out of a car, he's like, bro, don't put me that song. Like, I, I can't do it. Like, you know, I'm already in jail, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But dude, that is by far the best part of the song because mm-hmm. I mean, 6 9 is not saying anything we give a fuck about. The no. female rapper, which I, apparently is his girl. Yeah. Terrible. Old girl. Yeah. Yeah terrible and then kodak is literally telling you why he's on the track right he's like bro like i'm not going to war with this guy i'm here to make money i don't go fuck yeah it's like so I, dude, he's just i know the, the whole verse is by him like defending why he's on the verse so like again the song is fine right the vision the visuals yeah. are easy like every single six nine song but dude the hook bro the hook is oh, yeah, like the hook is fine. yeah Even like if that no was just no all yeah, yeah, dude. If the hook was just on loop, I was like, bro, like perfect. But like, cause that was the most enjoyable part. Like, but yeah, the videos, whatever. I guess it's cool to have whack. Was it whack one hundred? Yeah, uh, was in the video too. But dude, yeah, the female rapper was trash, and yeah, Kodak was didn't wasn't trying to say anything. I mean, it's a good cosign for six nine for sure. But I mean, the bigger point is like the social commentary of it is just like, yeah, yeah. bro, like this shit doesn't matter, bro. Like, dude, these guys, are, right? Like, you're making it sound these guys are like, who gives a fuck, bro? Like, do you enjoy the song, right? If you do, yeah. who gives a fuck if he allegedly snitched on people who had nothing to do with your life? And I think yeah. that was the overwhelming theme of the song, which again, I also support. Yeah, I think it's it's the whole spectacle of it that that I find interesting. I can be entertained from afar, and it just kind of calls out all the hypocrisy within the industry, not even just with this, but I'm sure with so many other things we could talk for hours about. And, you know, all it took was a couple phone calls and a paycheck and Kodak's fucking six nines, best friend in Miami. So. Yeah, dude. But I also keep thinking to myself, I'm like, bro, where is he getting all this money from? I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not one to count people's pockets, but I'm like, bro, how, you know what I mean? Like, is it appearances? Is it like, I think he's on like that, that platform, like rumble or some shit. Like, I don't, mm. I don't know, but I, it, it'd be very it, like, bro, like how are you still rich three or four years after whatever happened? And you haven't had any musical success at all in that time frame. You know what I mean? Like that part just... is like, I start hating America. I'm like, how is this possible? Bro? <laughs> like, I think people, he's just such an interesting character that he, People barely even like him for his music and just want to see him. And I feel like he's he's probably doing all kinds of shows, especially internationally, that we don't know about. International people love him. Like, I'm sure his ass is a god in, like, fucking Germany or some shit. So yeah, I think that's like where he's getting a lot of money. Shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's doing merch stuff. I think I feel like he has, like, a cult-like fan base who just loves his, his trolling nature. Um, but then again, he's he's it's not like I get why he has money, but sometimes I'm like, but how does he have like 80 cards and like right all these watches that are supposedly like five million? Obviously, he could fake that, but it seems like he's not, you know, hurting financially. But I mean, that could all be a lie. Like maybe he's just renting the shit and sleeping yeah, in yeah, some yeah. random it's apartment. Like a, 
Yeah, yeah. Or he's like part of like a Ponzi scheme or some shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's just it's very that part is more intriguing to me. I'm like, bro, how are you still like again? It's one thing to say, like, again, I get you, you don't have to be broke, right? But you're telling us you're like very well off. And that's like, how? Like, you know what I mean? Like that that part is just still like, oh my dude, teach their own good for you. Um, but bro, this again, I hope I don't get canceled for this comment, bro. But like his girl, though, like you saw what I saw with like the this area, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, like, dude, like, I don't know who is her, her surgeon, but man, like, yo, butchered her, bro. Like, you think like, it's, if bad? You know what I'm t- it's bad, bro. I have, like, to, I have to take another look. Like, yo, like, Freddy Krueger went to her and just went, ah, like, bro, like, bad. So that part also threw me off from the visuals of it, right? Because I was just like, what the, what, like, is this on purpose? Like, I don't, I don't know what this is. Like, I know from a different video where I saw her, the the work, we'll call it, looked good to me, but obviously different angles and touch-ups. Different came. angles. And this was, like, showing a lot of skin. So maybe, like, that one, it was just more, like, covered or stuff. Yeah, it, it might have been, a, like, a one-piece bikini or something. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, again, that, that part was odd to me. But, again, dude, also power to her for, you know, she's, like, embracing flaws. Like, again, it was just an odd thing to see in a video when I haven't seen 6 9 in forever. Yeah. Um, all right, a couple more things before we get out of here. Real quick, Nas, Magic 2, all produced by Hitboy. A couple features. It was cool to see 50 Cent and Nas on a track. But real quick response, did you enjoy the album? I'll say I enjoyed it. I don't see myself revisiting it, but there was a, there were a couple of tracks on there that I definitely kept. Um, I think for me, it... I'm just like, we've been flooded with so much Nas hit boy stuff. I don't know, like, if there's a whole lot Nas can say and bring something new to the table at this point. But I definitely think it was a quality album. But I just I just don't know if it's something I personally would want to replay, like, again. Yeah, so my biggest takeaway after listening to it on first spin was, what's the point of this album? Yeah. Right, like, what's the point of this? Like, what do you, like, you're not saying anything that we haven't heard before. You're not saying it in a fun, nuanced way. So if you're simply just saying, I want to put out an album to put out an album, cool, right? But the irony of that title, Magic, it really feels like the magic's gone, bro. Like, <laughs> the magic is gone, bro. Like, King's Disease, one, two, and three, and a couple of songs of Magic, bro, that had, dude, classics. This, mm-hmm. bro, this ain't it, dog. Like, it's Black Magic song is fire, though. Sure, dude, moments, yeah. right? But like there's no need for an album of this, right? Yeah. Like you're you're telling your consumers, I put out a body of work for you. It's like you did it, though. You gave me like two or three songs that are actually repeatable, and everything else is just like again, like we said last a throwaway truck, throwaway record. Yeah. You probably had a you were in the booth, you're in the fucking booth apparently with Hit Boy every day of every week of every year. Got a probably a thousand songs, and you're just like, fuck it, dude. Give him like seven more. It's like, bro, yeah. don't, I don't want any more, bro. Like, I'm still like, I don't, <laughs> I'm good, dude. I'm good. This is probably the last Hip Boy Magic, uh, last uh, Nas Hip Boy album I'm peeping, bro. Because again, I love 50 Cent. I thought that was, I, I thought it was a cool moment, but even he's not saying shit on that song. Like, bro, like, you're just like talking essentially. Right. So, oh, yeah, that, that shit was confusing to me. I, I, replayed it and I like, like scanned through I'm like oh, where does he rap where's yeah. like this shit like how yeah, do you feature dude. this motherfucker I don't need him to talk for seven seconds rap no. if you're gonna put featuring correct 
Correct, dude. Hundred percent. So yeah, dude. I, I just thought for me personally, like my biggest takeaway was like, bro, we I never needed this album at all, bro. Which right. is why I, I don't think it got the buzz it deserved, or maybe it did. That no one was talking about the shit, bro. Like I obviously K-pop and six maybe blasphemous, but six nine and Kodak mm-hmm. is more news than a fifty four year old Nas and Hip Boy making an album. So right, yeah, man. It was just. It was just whatever. So again, if you're if you're an avid Nas fan, maybe you like it. But yeah, for me, like there was there was uh, there was no point for that. Um, yeah. I treat these. I think um, so. oh, go ahead, sorry. And I was gonna say I, I treat these random drops, or even drops from people that I don't consider myself a huge fan of, like a like a buffet almost. Like mm. they could have twenty songs, and as long as I get one replayable song out of it, then I'm like, you do it was you. A win. Like it, it was a win. So that's kind of how I felt with this. Like I've really, ha- my expectations were so fucking low, not because Nas isn't uh, a legend. It was just like zero. Oh, promo. Dude, so my thing is like, if, if I didn't, if we weren't exposed to what they could do together, mm, then my expectation okay. thing would have been lower. I think mines were actually high as fuck because I'm like, all they've been giving us is quality music. So I was a think, I was thinking we're getting some fuck, like literally magic, bro. This is going to be fucking mm. like, you need this for the summer. And I'm just like, bro, no, like this ain't it. Yeah. No, for me, it was, um, I guess, cause it didn't have the King's disease, King's disease theme, um, going on again. So to me, I was like, oh, this is some random shit that is probably mm. some throwaways or, or they just like working together and, you know, aren't really thinking about it too seriously. But since I walked away with a couple of replays, I was like, all right, cool. Like my work here or your work here is done. Speaking of Collabzo, that I think we've all been wanting for a while, um, Central C, Drake, Freestyle. I think the Freestyle was on what? Uh, a platform called On The Radar? Yes, I believe so. On The Radar? Uh, yeah, On The Radar Freestyle. Um, dude, so again, it's funny because like I, th- you, I think we were texting offline and you were like, man, I really want this song to be on Spotify. And I'm pretty sure like an hour later it was on Spotify and like Apple Music, which was, you know, fire for us yeah. to be able to add it to our play, like listen to over and over again. So your thoughts on each of their freestyles and just like the whole nature of that collab coming together. I thought they were both dope. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say either one of them like completely outshined the other. It, it felt very cohesive. Um, I thought it was interesting that Drake kind of did the, I don't even know if you call it UK, Caribbean, Canadian, like hybrid. It was kind of in between. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause usually he goes like full Canadian or full, mm-hmm. sorry, not full, full like UK. Yeah. And like this wasn't that. It was like almost like straddling the line a little bit for like certain words, but like still yeah. like just like English, you know? Yeah. So that was cool. Well, yeah. Overall, I mean, I thought it was amazing. I walked away from it thinking to myself, especially when Drake was like bigging him up at the end and everything, like, you know, Central C definitely seems like one of those guys who's next up. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily cracked the U.S. market as as much as a lot of other artists. Like, I feel like only people who are paying attention, like you and I, like really give a fuck about, you know, yeah. his trajectory at this point in time. Um, you know, he had his TikTok success and stuff, but I'm curious to see what else he does to, to really become mainstream in the U.S. Because I can't think of any uk people who like unanimously successfully done it yeah, yeah like, they've had like, moments oh, like dave has moments skepta mm-hmm. has moments but it's not like 
Because at some point, like those R's become so big, you know, quote unquote, that they're no longer considered like an American. You, you're just like a pop star. Yeah. Right. Like Drake, right? Drake's not a Canadian rapper. He's just mm. the rapper kind of a thing. Right. right. Or like the way people think of like Ed Sheeran, right? Like Ed Sheeran isn't this British pop star. No, dude, he's just a fucking pop star. Right. So no, I feel you. I don't think any any UK rapper has truly like taken over at a time. Yeah. But I think in order to do that, he's going to have to tap into different styles and beats. Cause right now it's like either drill or like that crib, like Afro beats type stuff. And that stuff's cool, but you only get a certain portion of people are going to be able to be reached by that stuff. Sure. Sure. No, dude, I, I agree with all that. I, I would say, yeah, my, I think the part I agree with the most is that I don't think either of them wanted to drop a freestyle that would outshine the other person. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's like an issue sometimes in the past. I think about like, do you think about like um, renegades with like uh, with uh, Jay-Z and Eminem? Right. There was always that issue of like, dude, like, fuck, man, like Eminem really outshined Jay-Z. And then like people like don't want to do songs together anymore. And yeah. I also think about like the Jay-Z, Rihanna and Kanye song. Um, I can't think of the name of Run it, This bro, Town. Run This Town. Right. And uh. Kanye's verse was insane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like even that was like, well, but, you know, like so like. I think this was like a very much like I wouldn't be surprised if this is like pre-recorded or like they were like, you know, just did it together. And they're like, all right, man, like, don't do that. Do this kind of a thing, because yeah. it felt very cohesive. Like it felt mm-hmm. like two people saying, bro, like, I'm gonna let you shine. You let me shine. And it's not going to be e- either one of us, like, you know, clearly being the the, the better rapper, per se, even though obviously yeah. Drake is the better rapper. But yeah, man, that was dope, man. They both just some fire shit, funny ass shit. Um, again, I think this is like a. There's a stuff with Central C, man. Like, I really appreciate that he is very much, like, I think, genuine, right? Like, this is his approach. Like, this is who he is. And that comes through in his records, right? Whereas, like, it almost, like, which is crazy because you would never compare, like, on on surface, I would never think about comparing, like, a Southern rapper from Memphis to a London drill rapper, right? But, like, I think that was the appeal you and I had in Young Golf, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it was fucking basic lyrics, but like, yo, I believe him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's being himself. And I think I get that a lot with Central C whenever I hear him. Again, there's not that many tracks or at least I haven't been exposed to that many just yet. But I feel like every time I hear it, it just sounds like, yo, this is this dude, how he genuinely is, right? So even though the lyrics aren't some like crazy double entendre over your head kind of a shit, it still hits home. You're like, yeah, dude, like I, I, I get what he's trying to say kind of a thing. So I think that's, that's like the most enjoyable part for me right now, whenever he puts out like a, a, any kind of project or song is like, dude, like it's going to feel like so genuine. Like how can you not like it? Yeah. hundred percent. And when I first discovered him with that Doja cat song, I was a bit skeptical, but. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I think, I mean, a lot of people probably were probably still are if they don't know his other stuff. Yeah. Um, but after like looking at some interview clips and some of his uh, less or I guess more serious songs. Um, I, I began to really appreciate his art. He's been making music forever. I think that's another thing that's oh, kind of really? rare. Or at least people seem to like hide their shit from way back in the day unless someone finds it. But I'm pretty sure I went to his YouTube or or maybe someone had posted an old video, but he's been rapping forever, like 15 years or whatever. And uh also, oh, that's funny. I think he actually won an award recently. He was like, I think he won best new artist. And he's like, bro, I've been doing this forever. Kind of yeah. a thing. Like, <laughs> like genuinely. And that just makes you feel better to see 
someone who didn't have quote unquote overnight success make yeah. it. And then, you know, they're going to be around longer as well. Cause I mean, granted he did uh, to some people's in some people's minds become successful overnight with the Doji cat song. But I mean, he, he just got lucky with that. He's been at it for however many yeah, years. Yeah. I think they always say there's no such thing as true overnight success, right? Like, there mm-hmm. was a road up into that moment. And dude, Man, there's like, a, I, I'll, I'll send it to you if I can find it over the next couple of days. But there's like a fire YouTube, or I think maybe a TikTok, where like they explain, this guy explains like the brilliance of that Doja Cat song. Like the things he does like lyrically on that song to make it a hit. Mm-hmm. That you're like, bro, this guy has to be like in tune with like what music truly really is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah there's no way this guy's going to be like, yeah, he's not an overnight sensation. But um, yeah, dude, good for him, bro. Again, that's a, that's a great look. And then dude, also it's a great look for Drake, bro, because Drake is not stupid. Like he clearly knows like this kid has a following that's pretty extensive. Right. And now mm-hmm. the conversation, even though in the midst of a Travis Scott album release, like there's still all eyes are on Drake as well with the concert, the tour going every night. There's something new happening. You know, he brought his mom out in New York yesterday or some shit. Like, again, Drake isn't dumb, bro. He, he's been doing this thing for too long. He knows exactly what he's doing, teaming up with, you know, the next guy up, per se, or at yeah. least typing into that audience that's going to keep him around or keep the buzz around him for a while. For sure. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, all right. But speaking of Doja Cat, great segue. Um, Doja Cat, I think we made it very clear we're a fan of hers. I saw her at Coachella a couple years ago. Um, fire. Uh, I, I, we were talking about her her latest single. Like again, I think this woman can do no wrong, right? Rap, singing, whatever. Um, but I think there's some beef right now between Doja Cat and her supporters, bro. So I guess a couple of things happened online recently on Threads or Twitter or whatever the fuck these things are called now. But it was like I guess her fans wanted to call themselves kittens, and like mm-hmm. she wasn't fucking with that. And I guess she went in on them, like, very aggressively and, like, get a life kind of a thing, like, you fucking losers kind of a thing. Yeah. And, again, to the outsiders, to someone who doesn't consider himself a kitten, I don't think you do either. <laughs> like, it's just funny, right? But, yeah. dude, like, if I'm actually one of her fans, I could easily be offended by that, right? Because I'm like, bitch, I support you. I go to your shows. I blah, 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 blah. And, do I think enough were offended that on the latest report, close to, like, 200,000-plus Instagram uh, followers unfollowed her right so what do you think of like the the ramifications of artists lashing out at her at their at their fans like what are your thoughts right well i mean first off in defense of her fans i i saw that apparently she specifically sent out a poll prior to this saying do you want to be called kittens or cubs and like overwhelming okay so like so essentially she initiated this conversation yeah so when you sent me the post at first i'm like I, I was in defense of her. I'm like, what kind of dumb shit is this? Like, why would someone get offended? But if you're asking your fan base, what do you want to be called? And then you call them like losers after the fact, then that's, that's strange behavior. Um, but I think, so in terms of like artists lashing out and stuff, I, I'm conflicted in a way because on one hand, they are regular people. And as much as your fans are like the reason for your success, you don't want to feel like a slave and uh, to, you know, their feelings and what they demand of you and this and that. So they should feel free to speak their minds. But I think Doja is unique in that. Like, I feel like she absolutely hates stardom. Um, Mm. 
she's obviously a lot more eccentric or quote unquote weird, if you want to call her that. And I think she's the type of person that doesn't, you know, want to walk into a restaurant and have fucking 500 people ask for an autograph. I think she enjoys, you know, weird, subtle interactions, but doesn't like this idea of uh, almost being like a cult leader or something. Maybe she did enjoy it in the past because again, similar to what we were talking about with Central C, she got that that Moo song went viral, but she had been an artist well before that. And I think mm. she appreciated this new life, but now is getting sick of it. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's almost like a way for her to like self-sabotage, but like she yeah. wants to self-sabotage in a way. Like mm-hmm. she's like, I'm like, I'm kind of over it kind of a thing. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I think that's human nature. I saw it uh, in a movie, Annihilation. The theme was self-sabotage. Like for some reason, humans will, you know, just fuck up everything that's going on for them because we have this weird I don't know desire to not like feel like we're deserving of Mm. the attention or happiness or something I don't know I'm not a psychologist or philosopher but yeah I think it's self-sabotage yeah yeah but it's interesting bro because again you would think on surface she has everything that any pop star would want right like global audience demographics all over the know everything bro like dude i remember like her set at coachella like, bro you look on that crowd it's everything bro it's hispanic asian black trans gay straight it's everything right so like dude isn't that what anyone would want to do it's just yeah it is wild man when the fame becomes bigger than what you expected and because i feel like that's the only explanation right like i, I it's i don't think she generally doesn't fuck with the people who support her i think right. it's like what can i do to fuck this up to a certain degree where I can just be away from it, but still put out my music without pe- like giving a fuck what people say. Right. right. So like, maybe if I like shit on them, I don't have to worry about what they say about the music per se. Right. And I think with someone at her level, like when it comes to fans, it's hard to distinguish who's a true fan or just likes you for the wrong reasons. Cause it's not like you have some fucking membership card. That's like fan who actually supports you. Like, yeah, yeah. it could be a troll. Maybe it's just someone who likes fucking two songs commenting on her her page. And when you I'm sure through with all the good stuff that's being commented, there's people DMing her saying, kill herself, you know, why'd you cut your hair? All kinds of shit. So I think a lot of these artists take the approach of like, fuck everybody. Like I'm I'm not gonna pick yeah. and choose, you know, fucking anime lover 52's side over, you know basketball lover 83s because you know he said he loved me last week like i think that's Dude, i'm laughing because my my uh aol uh aim name was bx lover 15 <laughs> <laughs> well glad to know i'm i'm on brand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean bx uh, lover is way cooler than fucking anime lover uh i feel like that's kind of played out yeah 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 i was like what can i say like i'm from the bronx but i'm still like gentle (laughs) i was like this is like the (laughs) the eight-year-old or 10-year-old in my mind i'm like yeah just say your bx lover bro it's it's cool it's cool it'll work (laughs) but uh yeah dude interesting dude again it's if anything it's a good problem to have from her right because dude she's one tweet instagram post away from all that love coming back so maybe it's also a way just to test your power Right, and to see how much control you actually have of your career. But mm-hmm. again, if those two hundred thousand subs want to come follow us, 
dude, the link's below. Hit the like button, bro. Yes, but, um, um, all right, man. That's pretty good. Pretty good rundown, man. A lot of fucking news. I, I didn't think we have so much. I mean, I do appreciate the... Uh, we got a lot in, in that, that one hour. The movie theory part of it was... Uh, oh, so, yeah, we may have to like, maybe see that's like a thing anymore. Maybe we become like a, a spinoff podcast about movie shit because... The movies recently have been better than the music. We're being perfectly honest. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, it's all good, though. But before we wrap up episode 149, keep to the week as always. My guy, what's a song? Dude, tell me a song when you were chilling by the pool in San Jose that was like, dude, all right, this is the mood I want to be in. I'm glad you, you're forcing me to tap into something different. Um, I mean, there were a lot. So... Like when I'm in that kind of vibe, um, I tend to listen to to music that doesn't have lyrics. Okay. But I mean, it's kind of annoying because it's the same artist as last week, but that was a vibe where I, I put on my playlist that's titled Tulum. It's like my my chill out playlist. And okay. the song was Let's Talk About It by Ketramine. So me. Oh, okay, they're getting they're getting back to back weeks, bro. That's yep. <laughs> So yeah, it was my my Zen my Zen vibe, but a lot of the rest of it was like you know random lo-fi slash house music, which um, is my vibe as well when I'm in that kind of environment. But let's talk about it is a good song. So I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. let's talk about it is a yeah. good song. Again, I think it's yeah. There'll be a video coming out shortly when I talk about this, but let's talk about it is is a good song. So I'm not I'm yeah. not I'm not mad at that one. I'm not mad at that one. Uh, was there what was there is there like a close second over the weekend though that you were like I also fuck with this song heavy right now? Um, close seconds. Uh, yes. Um, so there's there's another song that uh I really like that I've been playing a lot. I hate these fucking lo-fi names though because they always choose the most confusing names with add fucking thirty symbols in it and it's like how do I pronounce this shit? star not even this motherfucker okay blank space but of course there's no vowels and then there's an underscore after the Mm. name just begging to not be seen maybe it's doja cat um yeah i think it's on purpose though bro i feel like those guys don't want to be known like it's almost like a uniqueness for them like i only have a hundred followers by still making a million dollars you figure it out kind of a thing i get it i mean sometimes i want to do that shit for like song titles but i'm like i don't want this motherfucker to have to go to urban dictionary to find out like what my song means yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah. but this song's called uh i guess brazil because it's a s um by blank space, no vowels, underscore. Um, I would say it's kind of housey. No, it's more like, it's like lo-fi house. I'll send it to you, but the vibe itself just makes me very happy, similar to what you described with um, your heat of the week the past couple weeks. It's like one of those things where you you imagine you're in a convertible driving down Miami or some shit, or Brazil. Um, Brazil. Probably not Brazil, you get shot, but song is great. Did I tell you to go watch that movie from Brazil, City of God? Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times. That was one of the movies okay. where I genuinely was like, damn, these motherfuckers are evil. Yeah, the, the little kid? Yeah. Uh, yeah, bro. There's another movie, bro, if you have time, if you haven't already seen it, uh, City of Men. Oh, no, no, is that? that like a sequel? <clears throat> bro, so it's a sequel, but it's being filmed at the same exact time, so it's wild. So it's another movie, right, completely but the evil little black boy, right? The mm. one that like kills everyone. And then it's about him and his boy. And it films them growing up. 
same oh, actors, shit. bro. Okay. So it's like a movie that's made over 12 years. Cause it's the same, yo, it's dude, very well done, okay. bro. Like same that. concept, giving you an idea of like, uh, you know, the slums and the, all that stuff in Brazil. But like, when I'm like, yo, they look exactly like, and then you find out again, this movie was being filmed over like 12, 14 years, just to give you that true essence of like what these kids would have felt like growing up in that environment. Damn. Maybe I have seen it because it's been such a long time, but uh, Yo, dude, dude, we were like in high school. I probably forgot like, it. So yeah, we were in high school, bro. Yeah. Like I, that's why I was glad I rewatched City of God like two weeks ago because like obviously I remembered everything once I'm watching it. But I was like, if you would have asked me to talk about the movie without watching it again, I would have like it would have been really hard to like recollect it. So yeah, um, I guess yeah, but City of Men uh, definitely go go pick that one as well. For sure. Um, I right, do, but for me, my heat of the week again, nostalgic. Okay, I listened to the Central C and Drake freestyle over and over again. Got tired of that. Uh, I listened to the uh, the Magic album. Wasn't feeling it. So I went back to a classic that I think personally, maybe I have underrated myself. Uh, but I played the Drake in Future. What a time to be alive mixtape. I was like, bro, let me give this shit another spin. Because I feel like recently I must have, I may have said, I don't know who I was. We were talking about some collab album. And I was like, Man, I feel like What a Time to Be Alive is up there, but maybe not the number one album. But man, this shit had a bunch of hits, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, this shit had like, this is only like 10 songs, and like eight of them are like bangers. Yeah. So, my favorite one is the one I sent to you this morning at the gym Plastic Bag. I'm sure people would like Jumpman. Uh, Obviously, Change Locations is a good one. Diamonds Dancing is a phenomenal one. But Plastic Bag, bro, like, visually it just like it, it it just paints a perfect picture for you of like what they're trying to they're talking about and then again dude, this was like drake in his bag when it came to like the singing rapping drake like mm-hmm. again like i know some people don't love it don't like it that much i fucking love it but again i also agree that sometimes he does it it's just like you know you're forcing it you know maybe this should be a song where you just sing or just rap don't do both but i do i think on a lot of songs on this project he finds like the perfect balance of it so Plastic bag from What a Time to Be Alive, Drake in Future, Heat of the Week. No, I'm mad at it at all. I I, I feel like every month um, I end up referring to one song from that album and forgetting how oh, really? amazing it was. Yeah. So like this, you sent me the song. Obviously, I knew it existed, but I forgot how much I loved it. Last month, I was on TikTok and saw a digital, uh, digital dash mm-hmm. clip of them in the studio. Forgot how much I loved that. My bachelor party, um, uh, the other Danny put on, uh, what was it? It starts with a P maybe. It wasn't Jumpman. Um, hold on, I'm going to kill myself if I don't answer it right now. Um, P, P, P. Oh, the only one I had with a P was this book, was Plastic Bag. Digital Dash. Oh, I'm the plug. Yeah, I'm the plug. He played that. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, like this album was... Amazing, bro, and the album say, is literally nine songs, bro. Right. But and that's all you. Yeah, need. I'm telling you, like eight are bangers, bro. <laughs> yeah, and I'm inclined to say that I think Drake and Future probably make a better duo than uh, Twenty One Savage and Drake. Dude, that's what it was. I think I was comparing it to the Her Loss album, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, dude, I don't know. The only, that's tough. That's tough. tough Again, we got to give Her Loss more time to grow in oh, us, hell yeah. right? And they're also the the reason why it's it's almost like in hindsight i will lean towards the drake future collab is because it's nine what is there are are there songs where they're by themselves i 
I feel like there are. And there's might be one, but there's also moments where on the Her Loss album, it's like just one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, bro, like I want you guys again, because the songs that they're together, it's so cohesive, right? Yeah, like yeah. I know they're in the studio together, right? And I'm like, dude, I kind of just want to have a collab album. Like every song is a collab, right? And that, and that means you only give me six songs. That's fine. But like, mm-hmm. I don't need a song with you by yourself like that. I can just go to your album for that. Exactly. No, I, I 100% agree with that. And yeah, I'm always a fan of, I think I just walk away feeling like I had a, a great, um, satisfying meal even if it's small, like at least I walked away and I'm like, I loved everything. I don't want fucking 30 plates of food. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, seven were great, but you gave me all this other shit that I didn't really like. Yeah. And so that's my thing to, to bring. Okay. We'll, we'll put a pin in this episode in a second, but that was my thing about the magic two album, right? Yes. There's like one or two songs. Right. But I think both of us are, I mean, I would just say that I think this podcast is eager, always eager for cohesive bodies of work. Right. So like if you're telling me I'm going to sit through an hour and 20 minutes of music and at best I'm going to be satisfied for eight minutes, like that's yeah. a problem, dog. Right. You know what I mean? So it's really hard for me to walk away saying anything but something negative. So I'm like, bro, you just just give me the single then, dude, or give yeah. me the three song. You know what I mean? Like, don't give me 20, like do like the Uzi thing, bro. Like a couple people made a couple of comments on the post. Obviously, keep posting on it. Uh, keep commenting on it. But I'm like, bro, don't tell me about one random fucking song when I got to listen to 17 tracks to find it, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, like half the shit sounds identical. So you're like, what? Why didn't you just condense this? Yeah, condense it, dude. And that's why, uh, so shout out to uh, to West, uh, when he mentioned like, as of right now, he has no desire proud album. He's like, bro, I'm just going to focus on one track until I feel the need to make a cohesive body of work. Cause like, mm-hmm. again, like, dude, what's the point, bro? Like the, the days of just giving us 14 tracks for the fucking bit. I'm like, I know it's still clearly it's still happening. Right. Cause yeah. it's a streaming game, but I'm like, bro, like who's respecting that? Right. Like, if you're actually in this shit for the respect of like the art you're doing, there's no way you turn that shit in thinking like, yep, I killed it on this shit. Cause like, there's no way. Yeah. Bro. Like, and that's why I think about a great example of that is, um, Certified lover boy, right? Like I know my hearts are hearts. Like if you put a gun to his head, there's no way he actually felt all those songs were like, yup, this is my best body of work. It's like, bro, I got to put an album out. You'll find four or five songs. You're like, trust me, kind of a thing. But like, <laughs> it's like, brother, just give me the four or five songs, bro. What are you mad at you? Yeah. No, I feel you on that. Hopefully Utopia, I feel like Utopia is going to be massive just because of the weight. There's probably going to be a lot of unreleased shit. Or shit that yeah. was released like five years ago, but he's gonna add on because people like it enough. Um, but yeah, I hope it's it's all quality for that one because I don't I'm gonna be pissed if I sit through an hour and a half of shit and walk away with 20 minutes of stuff I like. Yeah, yeah I feel very confident only because I know he's a perfectionist, right? I mm-hmm. feel like he is an artist that's actually in charge of like, dude, that doesn't sound right. Fix that yeah. kind of a thing, as opposed to like lyrics are done, bro. Yeah, put it out kind of a shit so right. uh, yeah I'm excited for it again we are taking real quick we are taking at least a week hiatus to give ourselves time to ingest this album and truly take it all in so the review you get from us to those watching and listening is not going to be prisoner of the moment TikTok told me it's the greatest album of the world yes. that's why I'm telling you it's going to be like almost 10 days of actually listening so when you hear the audio theory review you're going to be like yo this is a legit review to trust 100%. Cool. 
All right, my Jesus people know what we got going on. Let's get the fuck out of here. Is there? Check us out at audio-theory.com. New episode every week on all platforms. We also have the Spotify and Apple Music playlist up as well. So be sure to check out the new Heat of the Week selections. Otherwise, copy some merch if you're on YouTube down below. Uh, and be sure to like, subscribe, share. Do everything you can to support the channel. Absolutely, bro. Hit the fucking like button. My dude, love you. Be safe. Love you too. Have a good rest of the week. Peace. Peace.